If we're gonna think about ourselves like machines, we also have to think about the fact that machines have batteries and we have batteries. And if you keep using that battery without taking the time to recharge it, whether that be through self-care or making yourself a good meal, if you don't take the time to charge, you are going to turn off and you are gonna go kaput. Hi and hello everyone. I hope you are all doing well. It has been much too long since I sat down and recorded an episode and said that introduction. I think it's been a month and a half to to be exact. <sighs> February was a, a whirlwind of a time. I mean, aside from the fact that it's shorter than all the other months in the calendar, it was a really, really difficult month and I apologize for being MIA. I really haven't had the opportunity to sit down and to record nor have I had the motivation, to be honest. February was a really rough month for me mentally, and I definitely want to talk about that in a little bit, but nonetheless, I am very grateful for it to be March. I know that a new month, similar to a new year, doesn't actually signify any change in the flow of life, but it is a nice little bookend, you know? It's kind of like the end of a chapter and the start of a new one. I've been spending the last few days writing out goals, writing out routines and habits and things that make me happy so that I can organize my life and pick myself out of the funk that I've kind of been in over the last last few weeks. I've been cooped up inside for a majority of it because I've been recovering from a knee surgery and it was really hard. (laughs) It was really, really difficult. I am someone who doesn't do well with stillness or change. As much as I preach the benefits and positivity of change and try to embrace it, I struggle a lot with the discomfort of it, and I'm a fairly active and moving person, uh, so to speak. So being still for as long as I have been and being kind of in place and having to really sit by myself and be alone has been a difficult transition from what I normally do. I really hope, though, that with this new month, I will be able to find a routine and to really invest the time and energy that I've been wanting to invest in this podcast since I started it, but haven't been able to thanks to my workload, and to just get into a flow of things because I love talking with you. I love sitting down and just chatting, even though right now I'm currently chatting to the back wall of my closet because I'm sitting in my closet because that's the only space that doesn't provide any echoes while I'm recording. I know that these words reach you and thank you for taking the time out of your day and choosing to tune in to the podcast wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether you're walking, maybe you're taking a break out of your work day to just listen to something, maybe you're doing some chores, some errands, whatever you're doing, thank you so much. Your support and willingness to just sit and listen and be with me means the world. And I hope that I am able to provide you with content that is impactful and that brightens your day and fills you with joy that makes you feel less alone in the world and makes you feel seen and heard. Because that is the whole point of this podcast. Even though I focus a lot on advice and self-development and all that wonderful jazz, it's also a podcast that's here to highlight the hardships and the difficulties that come with life, all the lows, not just the highs. It is an unfiltered, raw, down-to-earth podcast, and I hope that you're enjoying it thus far. Today's episode is going to be a nice little relaxed heart-to-heart chat on mental health, on embracing stillness, on hustle culture, and a few other little things here and there. So if you don't already, 
I highly recommend getting a mug of tea or coffee if you prefer coffee. Personally, it just makes me anxious. It doesn't actually help me in terms of energy. It just kind of makes me feel worse, which is weird, but tea doesn't. So whatever you prefer, grab yourself a warm drink or if it's the evening and if you are of age, grab yourself a nice glass of wine. I personally prefer a white, a nice Chardonnay and settle in because today's chat is going to just be a nice little relaxed heart to heart on some things that I'm very passionate about. I saw a post this morning, literally at like 6.30. I've developed this terrible habit of going onto my phone first thing in the morning, and that's something that I really, really want to get rid of because it's not a great habit. Anyways, the first thing that I saw this morning was a tweet on Instagram that had been screenshotted and posted by Cleo Wade, but the tweet is actually by Lindsay Gibbs, and it's all about glamorizing the grind and how we need to stop that. And I have never needed to see something on my social media feed more than I needed to see that this morning because, like I said, this past month, I have completely stepped outside of my comfort zone and had to rewind I've been prioritizing my mental health a lot over the last few weeks because that's really the only thing that I can prioritize at the moment. I have always been a fairly ambitious person. I've always been someone to go after my goals and to push as much as I can to achieve them. But especially as I got into college, I have felt even more pressure to work and work and work and go, go, go and sacrifice my mental and physical health in the name of success and under the belief that it's temporary and it's going to be a temporary sacrifice just so that I can achieve the things that I want to achieve and put myself ahead because it's intimidating when you're in college. You're trying to build up a portfolio and to achieve things that you know are going to appeal to employers or set you ahead so that you can start a career, whatever you want to do, etc. There is this very prominent culture of hustling and of pushing and the grind and going and going and it is so toxic. (laughs) I have never fully realized the toxicity of it and I definitely, you know, knew about it prior to and spoke out against it but I never really fully recognized the toxicity and how adamant it is not just in college culture but also like around the world until this month where I was forced to slow down against my will or where I even just had the belief that I needed to go, 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 even though I had just had a major operation and was in bed with an ice pack on my knee all the time in a brace, literally on pain meds, not being able to focus, needing naps like a 90-year-old woman, which actually at this rate, there are some 90-year-olds that are thriving and who have more energy than a college student. So I take that back. But I felt this adamant pressure to keep pushing through, even though normally, if obviously school wasn't online, I would be spending a week or so not attending classes just so that I could recover. But because everything was right there and I was able to do my work on my laptop, I had absolutely no excuses to not do it. I mean, aside from the fact that I just had a major surgery, I felt this immense pressure to just keep going. And Man, oh man, did I trip over myself and fall straight into my face within like a few days. (laughs) Because at the heart of grinding and hustling is a very unstable infrastructure. We as a society and as individuals glamorize getting less than seven hours of sleep. We praise people who work from the moment that they wake up until the moment they go to bed and in turn shame people who take days off that they need to recover for themselves mentally because we don't believe as a society 
that mental injuries and mental hardships are as difficult or as valid as physical injuries solely because we can't see them. Especially as women too, we don't have boundaries and we don't set them because we don't want to limit ourselves and we convince ourselves that this kind of sacrifice is temporary and that giving up our mental health or our physical health for this time being is going to be so worth it in the long run when in reality, it's really only setting us up for burnout. For too long, we've allowed ourselves to sacrifice prioritizing ourselves and our personal well-being, whether that be through our physicality, through our mentality, or through our relationships with our work, with others, romantic, whether they be platonic, etc. We've convinced ourselves that it is worth sacrificing our personal well-being and integrity to gain success. But even then, what is success? It's a very subjective term that can be changed in a multitude of ways. And success often doesn't equate to happiness either. And I feel like for a lot of us, that's what we associate our temporary sacrifice with, that it's going to be worth it in the end because we're going to be so much happier, we're going to be so much better off, when honestly, a lot of us are just going to end up in this long-running spiral where we will constantly be in the state of, oh, well, you know, I'm going to sacrifice for right now and it's going to be worth it in the end when the end just keeps getting pushed back because we're going to keep sacrificing our well-being regardless of what the goal is at the end of the day. We go from living life and experiencing it as we are to living for an experience that we never really actually know if we will achieve at the end of the day. And that to me just simply isn't a way to live. I spent a lot of this past month feeling guilty for taking time for myself. I felt guilty for simply not working, (laughs) which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it uh, because... No one should feel guilty for taking time for themselves to recover, whether that be physically or mentally. And for me, I needed to take that time so that I could recover, not just from my operation, but also mentally because it was taking a huge toll on me and my mental health. I had mentioned a few episodes back when I was talking with Rachel about how I really wanted to go see a therapist and I finally took the leap and did it. And I started talking to someone about a few days after my surgery And they actually were the one that helped me realize just how addicted I was and dependent upon uh, the grind for satisfaction and feeling like I was worth enough because if I hadn't achieved something, whether that be writing an article or checking off all of the boxes on my to-do list, then I felt like a failure. I felt terrible. If I needed to take a nap, I felt guilty about that, even though I was on medications that were making me feel like I was a 90-year-old grandmother that needed like three naps a day. And you know what? Actually, there are some 90-year-old women out there that are like thriving and that have so much more energy than half of the college students I see. So I take that back. I though was completely out of my element and just needing to rest, but I couldn't fully process that need because I felt the pressure to just go, go, go. And I have had my fair share of burnouts in my life. It is actually part of the reason why I transferred because at my previous institution, I could not manage the workload that I was given. It was way too stressful. I felt like I had to work literally from the moment that I woke up until the moment I went to bed in order to accomplish all the things that I needed to achieve in that day. 
and I just burnt out. I would need to sleep so much after I got home for my breaks and I dreaded going back in the next semester. And I've done a fairly good job of avoiding that since I've been here at Northeastern, but I still struggle with feeling guilt from taking time for myself and we really need to normalize taking time for yourself, having healthy relationships, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, getting enough food, and really just prioritizing our mental health and prioritizing our well-being because there is nothing that is more important in this entire world. It does not matter what the achievement will be. It does not matter if it is temporary. It does not matter whatever it is. There is nothing that is more important than your physical and emotional and mental well-being. The concept of hustle culture or grind culture, whatever you want to call it, is appealing because as a society, we value people that are hard workers and we value people that are innovative, people that achieve their dreams, people that push themselves, that go out of their way to get whatever they want, etc. We value confident, successful people and entrepreneurship is on a rise. So we're seeing a an increase in people that are practicing hustle culture, that are making these sacrifices so that they can achieve what they're planning on doing. And while all that is great, it's great to see confident people. It's great to see people that are going after their dreams and getting their dream lives. It's also just toxic and it is placing a pressure on people, especially very young people who are impressionable and on social media, that they need to be working every single hour of the day, 24-7, and that they need to be okay all the time. It's gotten to a point where taking a day for yourself, whether that be planned or unplanned, is something to be shamed upon because you're not working or something to feel guilty about. I've noticed that for myself when I take the time in the morning or in the evening to read a book even, something as simple as reading a book, doing something that I enjoy, or taking a bath, going out to eat, whatever it is, it's hard for me to actually be present and enjoy that because I feel guilty for the fact that I'm not doing work. Or if I finish my to-do list early, I then feel guilty for the fact that I kind of want to take the time to just watch Netflix for the rest of the day rather than get a head start on whatever is left for the next day. And I shouldn't feel that way. No one should feel guilty for taking the time for themselves, whether that be to look after themselves physically, whether that be to look after themselves mentally, or to simply just like take the day off and like or end the day early. We've gotten to this point as a society that we don't treat ourselves or value ourselves as humans as we are. We prefer to be machines. We value people who will work and work and work and go and go and go and will not break. And that's not reasonable. That's not realistic by any means. We are human. If we're going to think about ourselves like machines, we also have to think about the fact that machines have batteries and we have batteries. And if you keep using that battery without taking the time to recharge it, whether that be through self-care or making yourself a good meal, taking a step away from your laptop, going on a walk, talking to friends, etc. If you don't take the time to charge, you are going to turn off and you are going to go kaput. And that's kind of where I was at uh, the first week after my operation because I was pushing myself to continue my old routines when a lot had changed. When I was in bed recovering from a major operation, I had absolutely all the reason that I needed to to take the time off and the time away from my work. But in my head, I didn't have an excuse because all of my work is on my laptop. I work from home. I could literally just work from the comfort of my bed. There really was no 
direct evident difference that was preventing me from doing my work aside from the fact that I had had surgery and that my leg was now propped up on a pillow all wrapped up in an ice pack and in a, a brace, you know, and I just realized how toxic of a mentality that is. And I've spent a lot of this past month trying to get out of that and from conversations that I've had with friends and with fellow college students and even professionals that are out in the working field that are much, much older than me, I know I'm not the only one that struggles with the pressure that hustle culture and grind culture presents. It's a very adamant thing that's on social media. I see it every day. Social media, love it and hate it because it's a really great place for inspiration. There are a lot of things that I've learned about the world and about other people's experiences through social media, but I also find that it ostracizes and glamorizes things that aren't exactly good for us as human beings. It's about time that we all start taking care of ourselves and stop glamorizing the hustle or the grind just because we associate it with success because it's not success. That for me is not a successful life. Living my life for one sole accomplishment to achieve something that's far in the future, striving to live for a what if or a when situation is not living to me. Living is taking care of myself, being present, enjoying the joys that I find so much value and happiness in as they exist right now and adapting to my new current circumstances and not holding myself to old routines or expectations that I used to thrive in when I'm in a moment of vulnerability or when things are changing as they are now. I'm in this very new stage and I'm still getting used to it where everything's kind of still. I'm learning new things. I'm trying to adopt new mindsets and new perspectives and really trying to embrace this moment of stillness that is traditionally brought on by the winter months when everything's cold and quiet and darker out, but feels like it's very emphasized this year because of everything that's going on in my life. Old habits and mindsets and thoughts and routines no longer serve me and hustle culture is one of them. It doesn't serve me anymore. I find absolutely no benefit or reward from sacrificing my mental health or my physical health at that. There is no value to me in choosing to spend the entirety of the day inside, staring at a computer, writing up papers and assignments or filling out things, doing whatever I normally do, than going outside and enjoying the warmth of the sun, enjoying the daylight, going to explore and learn from the world rather than from whatever is on a computer screen. I prefer living a life that exists presently than striving to live for a life that doesn't even exist at the moment. I've gotten to the space too where I'm starting to recognize just how much I compare myself to others, even subconsciously. I used to think that comparison was solely through social media, you know, looking at somebody as they are physically and comparing my body to theirs after years of dealing with my body and not really liking it and having a difficult relationship with it, to now recognizing that comparison comes in a multitude of forms. I compare myself to how other people work, you know, how much are they working, how long are they working, what are they working on, how much do they get done in the day, those are still forms of comparison and they still are harmful to me and to my mentality and general well-being. I am not 
in the right mindset to be taking on the workload that other people have at the moment and that's okay but it's also taken me a really long time to acknowledge that and to fully feel validated in that and feel okay with taking the time that I need to recover I'm spending a lot of time investing in myself mentally because that's what I need right now. I need more time for myself than when I normally would. I can't work from 9 until 5 right now as I might be able to at other points in my life. And that is also something that I've come to terms with. As humans, we ebb and flow. We're not going to be able to work the same amount all year round. We're not going to be able to thrive the same amount all year round. Life is a roller coaster. It is up and down. I hate to use those cliches, but it's true. It's not a straight river. It is winding. There are banks. You're going to get caught. There are moments that are going to go a lot faster. Others where it's going to be slow and some are going to be warm and some are going to be cold. And those cold moments are going to be really, really hard. But it is always important to remember that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that every moment in life is temporary and I've come to terms with that. I've accepted the fact that right now, I need to take the time for myself. I need to invest in myself. I need to take care of my mental health and I need to find new routines and find things that work for me now because old routines and old habits don't exactly serve me anymore. And I'm letting go of that and I'm moving through that just like anyone would. And that's okay. That is my life right now. That is what I'm doing. But I can say very confidently that regardless of what phase of life that I am in, hustle culture and grind culture will never fit in it ever again because it's unsustainable and I want to live a life that is actually experiencing life, not working for a life that I don't even know is going to be a possibility. I want to live, not to work. I hope that you take time for yourself to just step away from everything that you might be working on right now and to look inward and just really see what do you need right now in this moment and to also not be afraid about any changes that you might need to make in your routines. Like I was saying, sometimes the things that might have served us a few months ago no longer serve us now and while that has been a very difficult thing for me to settle with as of late, it is something that I'm getting more comfortable with and recognizing is always there for our benefit because we want to grow and we want to improve on ourselves and I feel like when we need those changes in our lives, that in itself is a living example of the fact that we are growing because what served us once no longer serves us. We've outgrown that. Let this serve as a reminder that you should always prioritize yourself. You should always take time to invest in the things that make you happy, whether that be seeing a friend or spending time by yourself or reading a book or painting, creating, whatever it is, and to also set the boundaries that you need with your life. I know I've spoken already so much on this podcast about boundaries, but they really are so important to having a balance between a life that serves you versus a life that you are serving. No one wants to live to work. We don't want to be existing solely so that we can fulfill a societal expectation. You want to live to create, to experience, to provoke change. And the way that you can do that is by setting boundaries and knowing what makes you happy, what feeds your soul, what makes you feel your truest self, what makes you feel so connected to the world around you that you can't help but smile. (laughs) 
And I know that might sound a little too spiritual or I don't know, but um, I hope that it resonates with you. And I hope that you got value out of this conversation. I definitely plan on having more of these. I thoroughly enjoy talking to you. And again, I hope you're doing well. I know that things are really hard right now for some people. And for those people, I hope that you find some peace and I hope that you find some stability and are able to ground yourself and surround yourself with the things that make you happy and feed your soul. And for those that are thriving in life, keep going. Don't let anybody dim your little light because you are fully capable of anything and know your worth because you deserve nothing less than what you are worth. Until next time, take care. I'll talk to you guys soon.